Comments made on the Ceratoc Podcast Network are those of the individuals and do not represent Ceratech Corporation, its staff, management, board of directors, or third-party resellers. Welcome back, everyone, to End of Line, this time specially recorded in Orlando, Florida, at the shadow of the Great Big Mouse. That's right. And uh, Rockstar and I are here to do a convention, and you can hear that coverage on iBlink Radio and SBN. But in the meantime, uh, we made the mistake, uh, I'm sorry, we made the great idea to go to Walmart and pick up a bag of crap. This is what happens in Orlando. Yes. Or pretty much... During any convention. Bags of it's, crap. It's what one does. Absolutely. And and uh, Walmart, thank you very much. Um, we trolled up and down looking for things that we could uh, eat here live and uh, kind of describe them to you. Now, uh, up front, there weren't any good Oreos. We did look for the watermelon Oreos. We had a request on that at twitter.com slash EOL show and uh, couldn't find those. We did see the what looked like kind of bland golden Oreo. Yeah, it was Oreo. like golden Oreo that double was double stuff. stuff. Yeah. And it just sounded like, yeah, that's a lot of sugar and not a lot of bland, flavor. Bland. Yeah. Like eating cake icing right out of the tube or something. Yeah. And the Oreo Twisteds, you saw some of those. None of those sounded interesting. No, I mean, they had the mint ones, which I know you have tried before and True. I will eventually. Yeah. But beyond that, meh. Yeah. Nothing, nothing it cool. Didn't go very well with Dr. Pepper tin, if I remember correctly. <laughs> so we did pick up some some bags of crap. I'm going to literally just reach over and grab them, and we're going to describe them as we eat said things, uh, and we'll try and guess what they are, then look and see what they are. Uh, and we've saved the sweet thing for last. So we do we yes. do have a uh, thing to wrap up on, and uh, we'll have links for all of this in the show notes. So you'll be able to go to eolshow.com and find stuff that we have eaten here today. And uh, let's uh, reach over and just I'm just going to grab something. All um, right, let me prepare my palate cleanser. There we go. Yeah, we didn't do the Newcastle beer. Uh, that was actually uh, just Dr. Yeah, that Dr. Was... Pepper. Go figure. All right. So I reached into the canister and of or Pringle. Okay. Okay. And uh, yep. you, who wants to begin the countdown here? You want to do the countdown? Yeah. All right. Uh, In three, two, one. Oh, I think this is the baked potato. Ooh, I like the bacon flavor that it has. That it doesn't immediately hit you. Uh, the first taste of it is, oh, this is sour cream. Yeah, I've had that before. But it keeps going, and you get, oh, cheddar. I've had that before. And then bacon, and then they all just kind of come in together. And true Pringle fashion, there's more seasoning on one side than the other. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Yeah. That's not horrible. That. Yeah. All right. So, loaded baked potato in the uh, Pringle aisle and um, traditional Pringle uh, packaging there. Next up. Yeah. I'm going to reach in here and grab this and one for you. All right. And, oh, good Lord. I can just get a whiff of that. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Def- definitely uh, an aroma off of this. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Huh. That is cheeseburger. Yeah. And salt. It tastes exactly like salt. 
No, to me it tastes like uh, if you've ever had the frozen burgers that you get in the store, like they have sliders or, you know, these things that you put in the microwave or whatever, and it has that bizarre cheese product. And somehow they have what is meant, I think, to be like mustard flavoring or something. Faux cheese. Yes. Do you, do you need to try this again? Do you need more here? I'll try one more. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right. So <laughs> this is... Uh, I, I ate two while you were talking. This so. is TGF Friday's uh, sliders. The the frozen ones, not the real ones. And these are cheeseburger Pringles. Somebody else in our entourage also said they weren't a big fan of these, but honestly, I taste more salt than anything. I, apparently, the burgers that they make these at are full of salt. <laughs> oh. Oh, I got a little hint of ketchup at the end. <laughs> I kind of like them. They remind me of really, really, really bad burgers. It's almost like Jack in the Box tacos. You know, Aww. you develop this taste Look for something you. that is just horrible. Totally but scrunching it's so good. all my tacos. Oh, no. All right, palate cleanser. Yay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper was needed to get rid of that flavor for sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to follow you on that. That is, <laughs> no, that was, I, I don't recommend those. I recommend the baked potato, although that does seem kind of redundant that you're eating potato chips and baked potato. I like uh, loaded baked potato ruffles better than the Pringles. these Pringles. Yep, I just feel like uh, that flavoring needs to be on a heavier chip. And to be fair, the... Um, Loaded baked potatoes smelled just like baked potatoes, <clears> and uh, it didn't smell like anything unique out of the Pringles can, so we didn't do the smell test on that one. Oh, maybe I shouldn't let you smell these. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't know if I want to taste that. <laughs> it smells like Lake Pontchartrain on Friday morning, and it's just... Here is a chip, and uh, okay, yep. yeah, and I'm gonna choose one of these here. These are wavy lays of some kind. Three, two, <laughs> one. Um, um, yeah. I have no idea what that tastes like. Oh wait, is that the tomato basil? Gar- yeah, I was or gonna is that say the garlic sea salt. One of the two. No, I don't think that's the garlic sea salt because no. I think it would be saltier. I'm going to go with tomato basil. No. That's what I think those are. Well, here's another one. You want to try again? Mm-hmm. Because I can't really... Nothing really jumps out at me. No, Eddie, you do not get to taste test. <laughs> He's sitting here with his face. Me? Me? I get to... Me? Yes, we have a, me? Me? We have the resident puppy in the room wishing to, uh, to be a part of the show. Me? I get to try. Me? Okay, um, these are... Okay, there's... Yeah, they kind of taste like nothing. Oh, it is kind of styrofoamy on the chip, though. Mm-hmm. Need a third, or is that good? Nope, I'm okay. good. <laughs> yeah, they really, it, it tastes like nothing. <laughs> Someone might describe this as a very subtle flavor of Tomato? something or other. Yeah, yeah, a little hint of that. Unless that was roasted garlic, and I, my taste buds are totally shot. That's a possibility, too. Oh, we'll know here in a second. I didn't mean to spoil the other bag for you, but... However... By the way, the aroma on that just was not... No, <laughs> it was very unpleasant. Do very not, unpleasant. Do not snip your chips. 
Well, that's a little better. Okay. That's... Okay, uh, I'm not afraid of trying no, that. No, I'm not offended by... <laughs> ah! Oh my god! Alright. Here is a couple. Yep. As I'm finding it takes more than one to go, uh. Yeah. Alright. Three, two, oh, one. No, that's the tomato basil. Yeah, so the other one was roasted garlic and sea salt, which mm -hmm. did not taste like roasted garlic and sea salt. Or sea salt. But maybe <laughs> that's why it smells like Lake Pontchartrain. <laughs> <laughs> we got our sea salt from a body of water. <laughs> Bottled and packaged in Lake Erie. <laughs> okay, so these I didn't think I was going to like these, but I kind of do. These taste like really good pizza sauce. Like, not bad pizza sauce that you get on some horrible pizza. Not Chef Boyardee pizza sauce in the can that's over right. there next to this the, is, you know, the spaghetti kit. Some of that halfalutin <laughs> sauce. This, the, the spaghetti kit with the um, package of sauce and noodles and the little packet of um, Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are pretty good. More? I think I'm good. Okay. Okay, one more time. I'm, I'm, actually, this so far, this is the one I'm eating the That's most. That's the one you like. Uh, didn't think that was going to be it at all. When somebody bought these in the store, I went, eh, really? And I am sadly surprised. Next on our cavalcade. Next up. Stars. <laughs> okay, so the packaging on this is a little different. And, uh,. I have to open it. Yeah, so these are Pringles, but the packaging looks more plastic. Like the, the you know, the cylinder. Yeah, it's definitely not the cardboardy thing. And, uh, okay, I know you're probably going to like these, so I'm giving you a couple. Uh -huh. All right, since I think this is the rock star, it's going to be her favorite. I'll let her count down. All right. I had to palate cleanse in preparation for this moment. <laughs> and here we go. In three, two, oh, one. Huh. Um. Flaming hot, huh? That's not really that flaming. No. I think what they were trying to do was kind of go for a smoked chipotle type flavor. And visually, the chip is colored. With red on one side and, of course, the regular Pringles on the other. There's a bit of a heat kind of in the background. Yeah, but this has more of a smoky flavor. The heat does sneak up on you a little bit after you've had a bite or two. And... Yeah. But still, the overwhelming flavor is smoky. It is very Chipotle kind of thing. And the can stands... A just a shade smaller than the other one. They're side by side kind of thing. Oh so yeah. Just a shade smaller than the Yep. It is a more oval shape, whereas you know, the regular Pringles are traditionally perfectly round looking can. No. So not horrible. Um if I didn't get them I would just keep going by them on the store and say I need to try those. So the more you eat it does build slightly. It's not it's not horrible. Um, someone had them at a party, wouldn't be upset. But 
I, I don't know if I would buy these a second time either. But then again, I didn't think I was ever going to eat the tomato basil one Yeah, time. there is that. <laughs> so, okay, you need more of those or are you good? Nope, I'm good. Okay, so last on our cavalcade of crap. Uh, Chex Mix for a palate cleanser and kind of an end to this extra. <laughs> Basically, we were like, if worse comes to worse, we'll just eat this to get the taste out of our mouths yeah. or whatever. <laughs> if, it if this was a bad segment idea, <laughs> this is our way out of it. Okay, I am just going to place a pile in your hand here. Mm -hmm. Okay, oops, here. Catch stuff. Yeah. Oh, Eddie will take care of that. Yeah, be careful of those, bud. All right. And, uh,. I am going to grab said grasp as well. Okay. Wow, those flaming hot chips do not go well with Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's just <laughs> two great mm. tastes that do not go together. Uh, Dr. Pepper 10 and Mint Oreo. <laughs> okay, checks mix in three, two, one. Oh. All right. So this is, if you've ever heard of puppy chow, <laughs> that's what they call, no, that's what they call this thing yeah, yeah. with the powdered sugar and the peanut butter and the chocolate. But it didn't help that Eddie was right next to me when you said that. So. <laughs> hey, do you want to walk over there and try his dog food? No, <laughs> no that's, okay. that's quite all right. It's just chocolate and peanut butter. Was it like some weird, weird nutty buddy, buddy nutty trail mix? Uh, or excuse me, muddy mix. buddy, muddy yeah. buddy, muddy buddy. Thank you. And um, it's got a frosted coating on the Chex mix. It's caked on there pretty good, so it feels like you're eating powdered sugar at first or powdered cocoa. This does taste like the again quote puppy chow. <laughs> Thing that uh, my grandmother used to make. It's not horrible. Mm -mm. It's not overt chocolate. It's not overt peanut butter. It's yeah, not. it's a really nice blend of the two, and the powdered sugar kind of pulls it all together somehow. It's kind of like Reese's peanut butter cereal. If you, if yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, it kind of has that, except a different kind of texture because of the powdered and um, checks really in the middle of that. Because, you know, what says better than to eat? Something that might be healthy like Chex and then put stuff all over it to make it unhealthy, I think. Well, it, yeah. You um, know what? I think it would be awesome if they included pretzels in this mix. I'm looking. Because <laughs> that was just on the top. I'm kind of digging down on the bottom to see if there's... Because on some of the um, Rocky Road type mixes ones, there's like M&Ms in there. or But this just looks like all covered. This looks like all covered Chex. Well, good. I'm glad we were able to kind of sort of come up on the L. Mm -hmm. I noted this. You want more of this? Nope, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm ready to stop this segment. I'm getting 500 pounds right now. <laughs> so, so many strange foods together in one place. Just as a side note, we um, stopped at Uno's here on International Drive 
in Orlando. And uh, it'd been a long time since either one of us had gone to Uno's. And uh, they had a wild mushroom pizza that was amazing. It was incredible. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. I'd been to Uno's before, and they have... I remember having, like, the Numero Uno, which is, I think, the works. Yeah. You know, it has everything. So I was expecting, you know, good, high-quality pizza, but pretty standard, I guess, in that you're not getting any strange ingredients on the thing. It's just a good pizza. But we saw this uh, wild mushroom one, and it was so good. The blend of cheeses was, was just perfect. And then there was an eggplant and feta oh, and some other awesome. things, and that was very, very good as that well. That was good. There were flatbed, uh, flatbread pizzas, uh, so they were really good, came out really well. And then while looking through... <laughs> We almost whipped out the recorders right then and there. While looking through the appetizers, there were pizza skins. Yes. And, and chicken, chicken thumbs. thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were not moved to order either. Uh, we were maybe even a tad grossed out by the concept of... Chicken thumbs? Yeah. And, yeah, I don't want to think about my pizza skin having a skin. Pizza? No. It's like like milk or, or ice cream if it's aged. Ew, no. <laughs> Or gravy, it develops that like skin up of the uh, chocolate pudding or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where where you left it in the refrigerator, but you didn't put the plastic wrap over right. the top of it, so it has Here, that. Here, we've just skimmed this off the top <laughs> and made it its own dish now. And now you know how white chocolate is made. Mmm, so <laughs> <laughs> fat. And so, um, we. Um, We've actually run into some some crazy stuff. The uh, the restaurants here in Orlando are pretty good, and uh, we uh, actually did P.F. Chang's, which is you know not bad. If, if you've it's ever... a chain, but it's a really good. I think they do kung pao chicken better than any other restaurant like that that I've been to. And then the more walk up style is Pai Wei, P E I W E I, same kind of brand of food, but more of uh, your Asian fusion where you could walk up and get like something that's half Thai and half Korean, which is a nice blend. So that was really neat. The, uh, it was my birthday when we went and, uh, they had a peanut nutter crunch kind of thing. And most of those desserts are prefab or sometimes they're in the refrigerator for a really long time. They brought this out and I thought we were going to need an ice pick, a shovel and a Sherpa to be able to get pieces of it off Pretty to eat. Much, yeah. Um, loaded with peanuts, had kind of a cake in the middle and a peanut butter outside. It was free. So there you go, if that gives you any idea of whether you should seek that out or not. And the rest of the stuff has just been humdrum. I don't think we've really eaten no, at the hotel a couple of times. Yeah, and, we haven't really done anything super adventurous in terms of noms. Yeah. But going to Walmart and picking up these things for you guys and... Beer and Dr. Pepper was very important to yes, us. Yes, this was absolutely a lot of fun to be able to do this in the same room and, uh, you know, bring it all to you live. So what then is your favorite out of all the sampling of noms today? I think baked potato, loaded baked potato would be something I'd pick up again. Mm -hmm. The tomato basil kind of surprises me. Uh, there, Lay's also has one, uh, I'm trying to remember what it is, the t tomatillo or tama, 
Something like that. Yeah, yeah, where it's kind of tomato and lime, and I didn't know I was going to like that either, and I ate like the whole bag in front of an episode <laughs> of Orphan Black, and I was like, oh, that's not good. And I'm okay with this Chex Mix, but I don't think I would buy it again. It's like, it was here. Right. You know, I bought it's it. It's good I, to munch on. Yeah, I don't yeah. regret buying it. But if I was going to buy any of these over again, it would probably be the loaded baked potato or the tomato basil, God help me. And, How interesting. Uh, yeah, and that was the one I didn't want. You? I, too, would get the baked potato again. And I also have a strange attraction to the uh, the cheeseburger one. Oh, wow. Because it is like... I think, you know how they talk about in, is it Fast Food Nation or yeah, one of those yeah, books where, where you yeah. have the, uh, there's like a tipping point where you get this certain amount of salt and a certain amount of other flavors and somehow it like flips the switch in your brain that makes you want more. And that's kind of how I felt. It was like, this isn't a particularly awesome flavor, but there's something about it that my brain is just going... Mmm, that's a thing I want. Well, and when you said cheap hamburgers and you went to Jack in a Box, I went to McDonald's All-American Cheeseburgers, not Quarter Pounders, not Big Macs. Okay, yeah, like what you would get in, in a, a Happy, happy Meal. meal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you know, your son didn't want it, so you ended up eating it. Yes, <laughs> it, is, it is that kind of thing. Or again, the, you know, the frozen burgers that you could either get at the gas station, uh, which my parents would do at times hey i brought you lunch look it's uh scary hamburgers from a gas station that have been under a heat lamp and somehow you know you either cry or grow to love it and i guess i did the latter those are the same hot dogs that have been there forever (laughs) only once only thrice the fat of a normal hot dog (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Only one stupid customer. Oh, hello, Mr. Homer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I used to be that. Oh, God, I used to be that way with 7-Eleven burritos. Yep, I get that one, too. Burritos and corn dogs from 7-Eleven. And I, oh, I grew up on the big wheel. Did you ever eat the big wheel? I never did, no. So it was two big cookies with ice cream in the middle and then dunked in chocolate and frozen. Oh, my. So it was, you know, your kind of chip witch sandwichy, you know, mm-hmm. ice cream sandwich. And there were thick cookies. So they would even do things like oatmeal raisin and mint ice cream. Mm. And just, <laughs> it was just really <laughs> strange. And they were, they, uh, you could tell what they were by the colors because some of them were green for mint and blue for vanilla and, you know, stuff like that. And uh, they were really good. And as a child, the last thing you really needed was to be able to walk to Dairy Queen with five bucks and be able to get a Slurpee in one of these right. stupid ice cream sandwich. <laughs> and then you just float home. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the colors. Oh, my God. Lucy in the sky. Um, so, yeah, I know what you're, you're talking about. And then when I was working in Austin, they had sandwiches made and delivered by some subcontractor uh, for each city. And... It was near my office. I could actually stop by and pick up one of these sandwiches, and they were like double-decker sandwiches or, you know, turkey or what have you. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with 7-Eleven all over again during the Simpsons movie promotion. Oh, wow. So you could get slushies, Mm -hmm. and they had Duff beer. Sweet. They had all of that going on, and you could get them in Simpsons cups. And Austin has 7-Elevens. They're like one of the test cities. And anything below Austin doesn't. So it was neat to be in Austin, be able to tell my friends in Houston, hey, look what I got. I got a squishy. Yeah, it's so cool. 
so there was some neat stuff out of that. I actually still see uh, Duff Beer go up on, on eBay once or twice. It's, That's really funny. I remember reading the book written by Duff McKagan called It's So Easy, and he talks in the book about how he was known as the king of beer on tour and so on, and then suddenly was surprised to find himself in the Simpsons as the, uh, you know, the, the catalyst for naming this Duff beer because he was the king of beers. And that was just funny. I'd never thought about it before. Where did the name Duff, Duff come, come from? from yeah. And it was that. Or Well, now he's sat on his Duff so much that he, he looks like he ate Axel Rose. And so, <laughs> Axel too. Axel. We haven't seen Axel in a while, so maybe... <laughs> Patton Oswald has a special on Showtime and he talks about seeing Guns N' Roses and that Axel hadn't toured in a while <laughs> and he was like you know they start up and he runs on stage and then he runs past the mic <laughs> has to come back and he's out of breath and I meant to do that really? <laughs> welcome to the jungle really? <laughs> <laughs> fun <and> game <laughs> <laughs> That's where he just points the mic at the audience and mumbles every fourth or fifth word. <laughs> and he goes, Here, you, you sing it. And he said he's so big, I know where Duff McKagan went. <laughs> and, <he's>, <laughs> <laughs> and while we're on noms and that, real quick, um, watched a couple of MTV things on Palladium and, and well, that I was telling Rockstar offline. I watched Styx Grand Illusion type thing. So there was a Styx tour that they did in Ohio. And they played Grand Illusion straight through, side one, side two, and Pieces of Eight, side one, side two. And it was like 35th anniversary kind of thing. And just was blown away. Tommy Shaw just right in it. And Dennis DeYoung just as Las Vegas-y, skeezy as usual. And and did really well. And they played the records pretty much for, for note for note. It shocked me. And... Miss America even had some flourishes, which was really neat. And I started playing that song for like a week and a half after that. Castle Walls, to hear that live. And I've heard it live. I actually saw them, God, in the 90s uh, tour with with, uh, Kansas. So Kansas opened and then Styx was the other one. And both of those did the Melody Nugget that we've we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play five of your favorite songs, but only like a stanza or a bar. or. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then here's something from our new album, Up, Beer Run, and... uh, (laughs) Then I watched after that uh, Rush Time Machine, and they did moving pictures start to finish in the middle of the concert, which was a trip because I've never heard things like Vital Signs from them live. Yeah, I've seen I would them like very much times. like to. I, I never saw them live, and I've never really heard them play live except for was it Show of Hands? Oh uh, yeah, a Show and, of Hands that, that came after just, the Hold Your Water. I mean, Hold Your Fire did, tour, and that was just not necessary. I could have done without that so i never saw the rush that i wanted to see yeah and i saw them on that tour and presto and a couple of others so it was neat and getty has taken a lot of vocal training here recently and it's just weird to hear him go to this kind of blues motif when he sings now on some of these these newer songs or some of the older songs it's neat i don't dislike it but it's there was a time when madonna stopped and learned how to sing you know she Mm -hmm. took vocal training and she came back even amazingly better if, if you could. And so many of those in the 80s, like Pat Benatar was operatic. and Yes. And that leads me into one of the ones that I was disappointed about, which was um, I actually watched 
Judas Priest epitaph. And when you were talking about pointing the mic into the crowd, yep. that was what I was thinking was, was I've seen Priest five times since 19, uh, before 86. Yes, I saw the Turbo Tour. Uh, and, the, and the band that opened for them was Rose Tattoo. And the singer was trying to be Rob Halford, and he was bald, and he had the uh, picture of a rose tattooed in the middle of his forehead. I guess that was the genesis oh, of the name. But their yeah. lead single was Scarred for Life, which I guess fit the band pretty well. This, not good. Just not good. And I'm not just saying because KK wasn't there, and, and or, excuse me, Glenn wasn't there, and um, they had a new guitarist, and I could hear the differences, and the time signatures of the drums weren't really what I wanted, and... I just know that band too well, and, and it was really hard for me to do that. But when Rob decided to song-speak some of the greatest hits, I was just like, no. That's no fun. No. Can't do this. I'd rather hear Joey Belladonna try to sing Cry for the Indians. <laughs> 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 and I love those guys, too. I've seen Thrax a lot of times, but... Yeah, Among the Living, which they did. I actually saw part of, um, in 2011, they did Among the Living from start to finish. And then the one I wish I had seen, maybe there's, I'm sure there's a bootleg, but Orion a couple of weeks ago, they did on the side stage, start to finish, Injustice for All. No. Injustice for All, start to finish, on the side stage at Orion. That is one of my favorite Metallica albums, you know, the classics are Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets. We'll that's always fine. love those, yeah. both of them. Well, uh, Masters is it for me. That's, yeah. That's, that's the pinnacle. But for me, Justice was partly about timing because I was just, I had always listened to metal, but it was kind of like I would hear what everybody else was playing and go, oh, I like that. And by the time Injustice came out for me, it was a time when I was choosing my own music. And I really just, I hadn't been exposed to Metallica much before that because the people that I knew, oh, Metallica's too hard rock for me. And so Injustice was to some degree how I discovered them other than songs like maybe Creeping Death or something that yeah. I'd heard before. Yeah. And just love that album, start to finish, played it incessantly. Well, they put Damage Incorporated back in their set list, and I would love to see that live again. I, I, I've seen them once. I saw them on the Black Tour in the round. Yeah, three I hours. did too, and I, I that wasn't the Metallica I wanted to see yeah, either. Yeah. But they've come full circle, and if they've put any anything back in the rotation like Damage Inc., then that I'd go see. And in fact, that's what I kept telling Ricky through this convention back to the front. <laughs> it's time to get the hell out of yes, there. Back to, back the, to front. the front. <laughs> so, that and uh, somebody actually, there's one of the companies here that's called, uh, what was it? Dominion voting. Uh, yes. Dominion voting. <laughs> so we had a, a, a DS nine moment where it was like, victory is <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> And Rockstar was like, those who attend and survive all of this will get their share of Tetrasel White. Yes. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> you will be judged through combat, then you can vote. You know? <laughs> In this uh, table of the booth, you can uh, choose the Wayun clone of <laughs> your... Your choice and uh, sit down for five minutes with him. And the irony <laughs> is, is that most of the Vorta had bad vision and were at a bad vision <laughs> conference. <and stuff. laughs> 
<laughs> Does it look beautiful? I would not know. The founders decided we didn't need eyes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that's an EOL extra of food and music. Music and, and TV and stuff. All what you want here, uh, all as an extra. We just had a moment here and thought, you know, it'd be great to do something we've talked about on the show a long time, which is sitting in a room and eating and uh, in front of a live mic and not editing as best we can. So we hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can catch us normally. Uh, there is a new episode, an actual physical real episode coming. And we actually have episodes 12 and 13 uh, written, not recorded yet. So they're actually done. You're still getting EOL. We, we get a lot of questions. And we love you guys for that. I cannot tell you enough. It takes a lot of time to put EOL together. And you guys are very patient with us. We appreciate that we a lot. cannot tell you how much it means to us for you guys to interact with us and let us know what you like. And if you're needing an EOL fix, remember twitter.com slash EOL show. Uh, you can leave us an eye report over at iBlink Radio, available for Android and iOS. Drop us a comment on the blog. We don't get a lot of those, but we love them when we do. www.eolshow.com. And, of course, you can write us resources at sarotalk.com if you just want to do email. And uh, for that, we do appreciate it. And we will see you next time uh, leaving uh, sunny Orlando. Ha! It's rained all week. Yeah, it's rained all week. This is Rained1138. And the rock star for EOL Show Noms Edition.